When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bulletin. All right, let's uh, catch up with uh, Mr. Ben Strang, part of our stable of wonderful cricket commentators, of course, fine. Uh, Jedi and many other things are Radio New Zealand. Uh, he is enhanced today. He is enhanced. It is Ben Strang. How are you, mate? I'm very well. I mean, I've been a morning for about a week since finding out the Union Crop news, but other than that, I've been, I've been well. Oh, should we, have a, should we have a therapy session? Because I haven't bored the audience enough with that during the week. <laughs> no, no, we can probably move on. But, uh, you know, I'm sad but happy. I am sad. Legitimately sad. I stayed up watching clock videos about three in the morning. What a weirdo I am. Yes, I'm a weirdo. Get over it, people. Um, imagine a life without emotions, as Jürgen would say. Seem a few people texting us today have absolutely no emotions other than... Um, Grumpiness. Any hoot. Let's move on. 17 away from 11 o'clock. Um, have you heard about the enhanced games? The drug Olympics? Apparently it's going to be a thing. Like, is, I, I'm is so it actually getting this. off the I, ground? That's fantastic. You know, it, sounds, it sounds like it is going to happen. A, I'm going to watch. No doubt about that. B, I feel a little bit dirty about the thought of watching it. But I just want to know... I, I have so many questions. Like, if you test... Negative for drugs, do you get kicked out of the enhanced games? <laughs> My biggest question is, like, who do they, you know, who do they represent? Do they represent just drugs companies? Is it like Pfizer versus Johnson & Johnson and the 100 <laughs> <laughs> and, and will they, maybe, maybe it can become like Live Golf. Apparently Saudi Arabia can get involved. And you can have a little, little Live Golf thing, Louis, where you've got Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson buying players. <laughs> yeah, or bidding. They, it's like an IPL style style auction for for the big like global drug giants, and they get to take their pick of clean athletes to corrupt. <laughs> and and I do wonder sounds- Ben if they'll have a if they'll have a masters segment where they bring back you know noted drug cheats of the past. You know, slap Lance, <laughs> Lance Armstrong, Armstrong on a bike. Over 40. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't know how to treat this other than take the absolute piss out of it. Yeah, it, it does seem like a bit of a joke. But at the same time, you always do wonder if you go back to the 1980s and see how far some of the women were throwing a shot put, for instance, just what the human body might be capable of with the amount of drugs you can pump into it. It seems dangerous in some ways to me. Like, how are they going to make yes. sure that athletes do it safely um, but but from that purely curious perspective, I do want to see just how fast or just how far people can throw things. You know, that would be fascinating. If they ever have a boxing um, competition, I, I wonder if the weigh-in is actually replaced with the injection in. They actually, you know, shoot <laughs> up before they get into the ring. I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyhow, where are the Black Caps as a test side? Let, let's get to, you know, the nuts and bolts of what's coming our way on Sunday. How good are they? Well, put it, I was just trying to figure out who I think the, the starting 11 would be. Uh, and 
based on what I've got here, I think they're pretty pretty good. Like, uh, you know, the, especially in home conditions, I think that we should expect them to perform pretty well. Um, the South African team, I think, you know, we we want to be careful not to underestimate because they've got a heck of a lot of uh, of experience in the side at the very least. Uh, not international experience, but first-class experience. Uh, but the team that I expect New Zealand to put out there, uh, I've got, it's possibly very similar to what you've got, but I've got Latham, Conway, Williamson, Ravindra, Mitchell at five, Phillips at six, Blundell, and then I've got Santner um, with three seamers. Those three seamers, I'm guessing, won't include Neil Wagner, but I hope they do include Neil Wagner. So I think that's a really strong uh, lineup that New Zealand are probably going to rock out with. Um, I, I think we're in that funny period of time where... New Zealand are still going to have pretty good teams. They're still going to be really competitive because some of the, the older statesmen in the team are still playing. I think it's in a year or two when things are going to get a little bit dicey because you're going to have players like uh, Saudi uh, and Williamson at some point hang up their hat and the people coming in just cannot live up to what they have done in a, in a you know black cap. So it's going to be tough at that point. Formula One, talk about big news. Lewis Hamilton off to make Ferrari great again. It's incredible, isn't it? That when I when I woke up this morning at just before four AM and, and switched on the phone and saw that, that was uh that was quite incredible. I, I certainly didn't have that on my uh, on my bingo card. That is um that's phenomenal. I've already uh texted my dad this morning who's a massive Ferrari fan and asked for his uh, thoughts. He's never been a a big fan of Lewis Hamilton, and uh, he said he might have to jump teams. He's uh, it's probably quite polarising <laughs> to some people. So I've said he's welcome on the McLaren bandwagon. Uh, that's fine. He can come and watch Lando and, and Oscar Piastri. But um, yeah, I think it'll be polarising for some people. But in terms of a move for Lewis Hamilton, I think it's terrific. Imagine if he goes to Ferrari. They've got a decent car. They've probably got the best engine in Formula One. Imagine if he goes there and, and wins his eighth world title where, where uh, Michael Schumacher, you know, did it all. That would just be... They haven't had a title in, since 2007 with Kimi Raikkonen. So to do that would just put a cap on everything and, and absolutely cement him as the greatest of all time in Formula 1, I would think. Um, so for him, I think it's a good move. Mercedes must be gutted. Uh, and and sorry, Dad, uh, but you're just going to have to get used to it. Well, there, there comes another movie. I, I don't know how Adam Driver will, um, you know, reprise his role as Enzo. Um, but um, they'll, they'll, they'll do something of that elk. But it would be massive. Not only, like the, the transfer, the move in of itself is just enormous. Uh, it might be up there with, you know, one of the greatest sort of um, shifts from a driver to one team to another. But then you add in the whole sort of history, the mystique, the, the doldrums Ferrari have found mm. themselves in in recent years. Uh, it's truly extraordinary. Yeah, and the impact, yeah, I mean, like you say, the impact is, is going to be huge on Formula One because this is going to set in motion a, a huge number of moves um, with, with drivers jumping between teams. A lot of contracts were coming up anyway at the end of the 2024 season, but if if this is the first move and, and uh, Hamilton is off to Ferrari, then you've got to ask, where is Carlos Sainz going from Ferrari? There's probably going to be a hole at Red Bull. Does he go there? Uh, there's a spot at Mercedes. Uh, who will they bring in? They've got Mick Schumacher, who's a reserve driver, but like Alex Albon has been amazing at, at Williams, so does he get a chance to come up? Um, that side of things is going to be fascinating in terms of the sport. But did you see 
Did you see the value that this has added to Ferrari this morning in the share market? It's no, what? something like it's, it's over four billion dollars in value has has been added to Ferrari with the share price going up something like ten percent this morning. So Cheap. I mean, we it's gone up nine point two one percent. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's added. I, I think um, yeah. I can't remember what their market cap is, but it's. I think it's added more than four billion dollars of value, or four four billion pounds of value to Ferrari uh, in, in less than a day. I mean, we talk about how big Taylor Swift has been for the NFL. That's 300 million of value. Lewis Hamilton's announcement, 4 billion pounds. Incredible. That's mind-blowing. Although, one share in Ferrari costs a cool 353 euro. It's not as if we can buy a whole lot of them if, uh, if we get together in a little syndicate. Uh, how many <laughs> shares in Ferrari does your father have? Uh, I'd say he uh, he may have sold up before the uh, the price went up through the roof. That that's basically the take that I'm getting from him. Uh, the Lewis Hamilton news has switched him <laughs> off entirely. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. What else are you following this weekend? Uh, to be honest, I'm I'm most excited about the Test cricket and and how we we take on the South African team. I've been probably like you have trying to understand some of these South African cricketers who are coming over who we don't know much about. and I find it fascinating um, going through the squad and, and seeing just how good some of them might be. Um, you know, I was looking at this guy, Sean Von Berg, who is a league-spinning all-rounder who has 477 first-class wickets at 29 yes. and also has 5,000 first-class runs at 29. And he's 37 years old, finally potentially getting a crack at Test cricket. I mean, that's a that's a hell of a cricketer. If he was playing in New Zealand at those uh, sort of levels, he would have been playing for New Zealand a very, very long time ago. Um, you know, he, he also, also has he also have a bit of a how can I describe it? Because I have one myself. He's got a motor, which I love. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm I'm here for any cricketers with motors, and that's the. Uh, the, the, the Pakistani wicketkeeper in the recent series was uh, uh, yeah, one of the highlights of, uh, of cricket. Oh yes, Azam. That was terrific. The other one who's interesting is Ruan Dzwart. Uh, I feel like Crick Info doesn't even know some of these players. and He's got an average of 45 with the bat with 300s. He's a 26-year-old. He also bowls right arm medium fast at an average of 32. But um, And he has 44 first-class wickets. But Crick Info lists him as a wicketkeeper. I don't think he's wicketkept in his entire life. So I think there's uh, going to be some, some real interest watching how these guys go in, uh, in this test series. Well, he clearly hasn't played in India yet. Crick Info hasn't caught up. But imagine South Africa <laughs> producing all-rounders. Unheard of. Unheard of that uh, South Africa can produce an all-rounder. You're a true all-rounder, Ben. Lovely to chat to you, mate. Hopefully your week picks up, um, especially Monday morning when Liverpool uh, tell Arsenal in the EPL. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be glued to the uh, to the radio uh, for you guys. Have a, have a good fall and all the best up in Tauranga. Hopefully it's a, it's a beautiful five days in Monganui. Good on you, mate. Ben Strang joining us. He will also uh, join our commentary team as uh, summer progresses. We hear him from time to time, providing wonderful uh, commentary. Um, interesting thoughts there across a variety of topics. Seven away from 11, back after the break.